You're listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your coach, Karen, and this is episode 28, When It Hurts. Hello, everybody. As I was thinking about what to talk about for this episode, I realized we've been talking a lot about circumstances and how to have better thoughts about our circumstances. And then in our last episode, mom, you brought up just like really quickly, you brought up something about your rheumatoid arthritis. And it just got me thinking that some people's circumstances are health problems or physical pain, physical like discomfort. And I thought it would be so cool to have an episode talking about kind of how to find empowerment through those type of circumstances because I feel like they can feel and look different than like the other type of circumstances of like somebody offending us or, you know, just like other ones. Mm -hmm. So not a lot of people know this, But mom, you've struggled with a lot of health problems in the past. You've had to deal with a lot of pain because of those health problems. Um, I think it'd be really cool if you, if you feel comfortable, like sharing kind of what that looked like, like what your health problems were, um, and kind of giving us an idea of kind of what that looked like. If you feel like you want to share that. Sure. No, I, I think this is a great idea because Pain and health does not feel very, uh, when you're in pain, that does not feel like a neutral circumstance. Yeah, that's hard for somebody to tell you. That's not yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. You know? And and I think this is a great, a great idea to talk about. And um, my relationship with pain is is totally different. So how's that? You know what I yeah. mean? Like our thoughts do matter about about our circumstance and we create our experience. Um, but I guess a gist of my health story is um, when my youngest were one, I had twins, and when they were one, I started feeling a lot of a lot of pain in my in my hands, my fingers, and my feet, and it was pretty apparent like that I could have rheumatoid arthritis because I have a sister who also has it, so. It, the signs were known in my family, right? Like it was easy to kind of see that that could be what I have. And I was diagnosed pretty quickly. Um, but it's, it's funny because like I, people will know, find out that I have rheumatoid arthritis and they'll say, Oh, my grandma has arthritis. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 In her knee. (laughs) And so it's funny because I think over time I just stopped telling people because it's one of those weirdly named diseases yeah. that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's not actually arthritis. Yeah. Arthritis is from overuse. That's why we see older people struggle with arthritis or people with injuries, right? Yeah. And that like if you had an, an injury to your knee, you're probably going to develop arthritis in that knee. And so people hear arthritis they're like, oh yeah, my grandma has that. You know, yeah. it's just it, it it's easily it's easy to feel like a little I, I would have thoughts of like they don't I don't know. Like, it seems like it's not a big deal to other people. Yeah. 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 Totally. And so, I don't know. For me, I would, those thoughts would always be against me and more like, I'm such a baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because 
Because they're like, yeah, oh yeah, my, my, my dad has that. Yeah. You know, but rheumatoid arthritis is actually an autoimmune disease where your immune system overworks and it sees your joints as a threat. So it attacks your joints and the synovial fluid in your joints. And so it's very painful. Um, and, uh, you know, just for me, it was really challenging because I had two one-year-olds and changing their diapers hurt. Um, I mean, everything hurt, Yeah. but luckily I was diagnosed quickly and on the road to trying to find the right medication. And, and that unfortunately was a super long road as it was for my sister, but not nearly as long as her road, right? Because medications and, um, scientific like testing, there's way more options now, right? So I feel blessed to have this disease at this time of the world because, many, many years, it was just, you had no choice and your joints became deformed. Yeah. And so, but it was a long journey to find the right medications and, and through the journey became other health problems. Mm-hmm. Um, because the medications to treat this disease, um, the, the goal of these medications is to suppress your immune system so that it doesn't attack your joints, but then that puts you at risk for other illnesses where your immune system isn't quite working as good. So I had experienced things like a severe case of shingles on my face, which, you know, which created my immune system to attack my cornea and I have scarring on my cornea. And, and, you know, because when I got shingles, then I couldn't treat my rheumatoid arthritis And then I had to be, you know, just a lot of things, just you treat one thing, then one thing gets worse. And then, you you know, people with chronic health problems understand (laughs) that, you know, there might be an answer for your problem, but then that might create another problem. So I've had a lot of just, you know, like on, like I get infections easily. I'm, I look totally healthy, but I have to be very careful about my immune system and being around sick people. And, um, um, yeah. So, and then later on, another health issue that came up is, as I found out I had severe hearing loss about nine years ago. So I, I use hearing aids and they're very amazing. (laughs) (laughs) They're very helpful. And it's just funny how, you know, I can decide to be upset and like a victim because I can't hear but then I, I've just kind of found thoughts like, but there are hearing aids and it's amazing. Yeah. I am so blessed to have my hearing aids. Yeah. Like they're my most, most prized possession. Right. Besides we take care children. of those. We take care of those. <laughs> Even my family's like, mom, take your hearing out, hearing aids out before you jump in the pool. Cause they know if I lose my hearing aids, <laughs> we're not talking to you. Life is going to be interesting. We're not talking to you for a couple of days. <laughs> just the other day, Annika was here and you were getting at, she was getting ready to leave and she, I was still in bed. So she came and laid next to me and our faces are toward each other. And she was telling me some story, but you were whispering. I'm going to also share. You were whispering. It's true, but I was right next to your face. And you were like, <laughs> I, like I did I, not I, hear one <laughs> word you just said. And I was like, you let me tell the whole story. And then you told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to interrupt you. I'm still working with like telling people I can't hear them. Yeah. I just pray and hope that I can read their mouths, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
<laughs> still working on like some of my thoughts about being embarrassed about it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I, I have some experience with pain and uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and that's why I was like, just when you said that in the other podcast, I was like, why have we not talked about this before? Because you're such a good person to talk about this. You know what I mean? Because you've dealt with mm-hmm. it, and now you know the tools to help you, like, think better about it. So I was like, yeah. why are we not talking about this before? Um, yeah. And it's crazy, like, that so many people, like, people that didn't know you back then that know you now, like, would never guess that you were in pain for years. Most of my growing up, I just remember you were just in so much pain. Like, sometimes you couldn't yeah. put sheets. You couldn't have, like, sheets lay on you. Because it was, it yeah, hurts like so they can't touch my feet. Yeah. You, you, you know, Anacast used to have to get me dressed. I remember when you were in third grade. Like, that was an extremely painful year. Yeah. Um, and you, she used to have to help me get dressed. I depended on you so much for helping me with the twins. Yeah. So if anyone's ever wondering why Annika is, like, over-responsible, <laughs> it's because of me. It's all me. <laughs> So I apologize. Why she's like the bossiest person ever. That's why. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. But you know. But you know. There, there are reasons. There are reasons for anyone who's experienced. You know, Attica's actually shared, you know, like when we talk about our saboteurs, that she tends to be a controller. It's because I, she had to be because oh. I needed her. And oh. so it's funny because like she remembers, but her siblings don't really remember because I've been... Uh, my medications have been working really yeah. well the last few years. And so it's it's not a strong memory for them, thank goodness. But um, Annika remembers. And she was a lifesaver to me. A little five-year-old mm-hmm. taking care of a one-year-old mm-hmm. was pretty priceless. <laughs> so um, it's just cool to see how yeah, far I, yeah. you've come. Yeah. like and, I, and, I, and it's just I have a different relationship with pain. And not because it's gone right now. Yeah. Because it can come back at any moment. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about, you know, we've, I've, I've shared my journey about, you know, like my medications becoming, I become immune to them. Yeah. Right? In another episode, we talked mm-hmm. about that. At any moment, I could flare up. Yeah. Okay. But the fear is not there anymore. Why? Because I've, I've learned new thoughts about this experience with pain. Yeah. And I, and we've also talked about how I'm a very hypervigilant person. I used to be a very hypervigilant person, a big worrier. That's gone. Yeah. My experience with pain is different. I look at it differently. So it'll be fun to talk about yeah. today and maybe give some people who are going through pain right now some different ways they might want to look at yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and just as Annika had, just as you had me share about my rheumatoid arthritis and my hearing loss, I'm going to be honest, I felt a little triggered. Yeah. Like I felt a little, because I have had a lot of thoughts about those circumstances in my life that I thought for a very long time. And I've retrained those thoughts, but I can see right now my brain is yeah. going back there for a second. And I, and I, I, I it, it's just interesting. Yeah. I feel it coming up in my feelings yeah. and, and how weak I felt. And so it's just for all of us just to see that like the more we think things, the more they become a belief. And even though I've done my work and, and I can, I can start thinking my new thoughts about all this, but it's just interesting to see my brain want to go there. I don't have to let it, and I, I, I got this, and, um, but 
our brain wants to go back yeah. to the easy trails that it's that it's created in the through. past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy to see that. Or like people will say like when something happened to them as a child and they think about it again, they kind of go back to their like child self and how they felt in that moment, yeah. you know? Yeah. And and like everything that's happened in our past, it, it, it's only in our past. We bring it up with our thoughts. Yeah. And I have, I have different thoughts about my, my health challenges. I truly believe that those challenges have led me to this job. Yeah. To my coaching. Yeah. Right. And I coach other people who have chronic pain. Yeah. And I feel like it's led me here. So I see them as a gift. Yeah. And I love that you brought up thoughts because that's what I really wanted to talk about is especially with physical pain, um, health problems. I feel like there are very defeating thoughts that come with those. Um, Thoughts like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I can't do anything to fix this or to feel better. I don't know what to do to feel better. I don't know how to, you know what I mean? And those are Mm -hmm. so defeating. And I'm Mm -hmm. wondering maybe if you have any advice on like how to go from, I feel like those defeating thoughts are just very like natural. They're very survival brain. Mm-hmm. And how to go to more empowering thoughts about the problems or the struggles that you're dealing with in this category, especially. Okay. Well, I, those thoughts you gave are really good. Like I know what mine were. Mine were, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what to do. I don't know what doctor to see. What am I going to do? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those thoughts created a lot of anxiety and, and just, um, hopelessness for myself. And then I also had thoughts of like, I'm, I'm the hard one. I'm hard to be married to. I'm, I'm not a fun mom. I, I mean, that is what our survival brain does, right? It, it's going to look at us and what's wrong first. And, um, those are all very natural, but where I think is a good place to start and where I started, um, feeling more empowered with these circumstances in my life is that again, humans have 50, 50, 50% of our lives are going to be positive and 50% of our lives are going to be negative, but the whole together creates a human experience, right? It takes the positive and the negative to create a human experience. Yeah. Not a perfect experience. Not a super, you know, a, a human. Yeah. And, and um, our survival brain just isn't going to be able to equate that and see the benefit of it. Okay? Yeah. It's not designed to. That's why we still exist because we have survival brains and we're able to stop from doing dangerous things. And yeah. Our bodies can be safe, right? Yeah. But we, it's important to know that your survival brain doesn't have access to that awareness. That 50-50 is a human experience. It still wants out of the negative part all the time. And so you've got to be onto it and know that it's going to fight it. Okay? So yeah. um, so it's that's where all those thoughts are coming from. Is because it are, it, it's, it's an effort to try to... Like, if I just think harder, I'll find out what to do about this pain. Right. 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 But, but it just sends you into this spiral. And it did for me mm-hmm. a very hopeless spiral. Yeah. And, and I'm a very weak person. Uh, thoughts 
yeah that happened yeah. so I think it's really important that we kind of like make an effort to remind ourselves regularly that pain is part of life why why does it need to be part right and so I think it'd be fun to kind of talk about why yeah um, I saw this I saw this quote the other day and I can't even pronounce the guy's name well, so we'll just I'll post it, it so you guys, so you guys can see. see it. Yeah, we'll post it. But I really think this gives really good example of of how we need to not fear pain and how like why we need to have it. Having the toothache helps us see that not having a toothache is a very pleasant feeling. Okay, yeah. I love that. I thought that was just so good. If you don't have a toothache, that's just neutral. That's just like. Not even a thing. Yeah. It's like neutral. I don't have a toothache right now. But having had one before, you now have access to going, I don't have a toothache right now. This feels amazing. I don't think gratitude could exist without pain. Yeah. I just think pain gives us an opportunity to see the positive. Without the pain, we just take advantage of the positive. We can't use it for ourselves. We can't, we can't access gratitude. And so I just, I just love that. Like not having one is a pleasant feeling. Yeah. It's not neutral anymore. It's pleasant now. Yeah. Like when you're having like a down day and, or just like you're bored or you're like, Oh, this day is awful. You can go, I don't have a toothache. This day is freaking yeah, amazing. literally. Because <laughs> let's talk about seriously. How oh, they're awful the worst. Are, right? Yeah, like, they hurt. They hurt, and you can't focus yeah, on anything else for some so reason. That's true. Like if my hand hurt, that's one thing. But like yeah. your tooth, I I loved that. Right, like, and and I use that a lot too. Like when I I'm in a place right now where I don't feel mm-hmm. pain. Right, my medications are working really well. And so I can go back and use my past pain to create joy for myself yeah. right now. You know, when I go out and play tennis or I go for a hike, things that I could never have done back when I was flared up yeah. terribly. I think this yeah. is amazing. Like I, I, I get more out of it than I think I would have yeah. ever without And it's pain. like... You can say that about some, like you could be like, well, at least you don't have a toothache today, but you can't really say that to someone that's never had a toothache before. Cause they're going to be like, yeah, cool. It's still an awful day. But someone that just had a toothache, they're like, true. Yeah. That was the worst. And I think yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Like in you, like I, you're just, I think there's so many benefits to you going through this pain. Um, I feel bad saying that because I'm not the one that I had to experience it. So, experience it so of course I'm like there's so many good things that came out of it but I just feel like like when I look at you it's like wow you just appreciate life so much more and you can you can really see that in yourself now and it's like there's so many blessings that came from you going through it like you're one of the most empathetic people I've ever met when I when I came home last weekend and I brought some friends one of them was in a little bit of pain um like their hip was hurting and you couldn't stand it you could not stand it. You had to f- figure out how to help them. You had to get them their medicine. You had to, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's just so cool to see all the ways it's like helped you 
Sorry, I'm laughing because they're probably like, can your mom leave me <laughs> like, alone? like, why is she so <laughs> obsessed? But it's like you just can't see anyone in pain and you just like feel it when someone's in pain. And you are just so present in life. Like you'll you'll be so excited about the littlest things that you can do. You go on a walk every day. I mean, you're just, you know what I mean? And it's like if you look back on that, it's like that sucked at the time. But look at, look at now. It's like you can really see, oh, I don't have this pain today. I'm going to like live it to the fullest. And it's so... I think there's, it's just cool to like look back and see like how it helped you, you know? And I think like just that can also be uplifting for people experiencing pain in the moment. They can be like, look what I got to do back then. Or maybe someday like this, I'm going to enjoy this so much more. Yeah. I, I, you know, I have, I have a client, you know, I, I work with people with chronic pain and some of the thoughts that, that, create a lot more pain for them is I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. And, and I, you know, a question I like to ask is, but what can you do? Yeah. That usually changes some things. They're like, well, I can actually, I can do this and I love this. It's like, but if we're going to focus on what we can't do, but also not only, you know, but focusing on what you can't do takes away that you did get to do it. Yeah. You know, like, like I couldn't, I couldn't go on hikes. Right. But I can look back and go, Oh, I really loved that one hike. I'm so glad I did that before I yeah. got sick. I got to experience that hike before yeah. I got sick. Right. And, and honestly, I didn't ever know there would be a time where I could do those things yeah. again. I never thought that like my medication would work so good as it is right now, but it's, a, but you know, for me, we've talked before about that. My medicines sometimes stop working. Mm-hmm. People with autoimmune disease, sometimes you just become immune to the medication and you got to move on to something else. So I, I live with knowing that like at any moment yeah. I could hurt again, I could flare up again. Right. And I do everything I can for that not to happen. But I will say that mindfulness has helped me not fear yeah. it. Help remembering the 50, 50 has helped me not fear it. Pain has a purpose. When you realize that life is 50, 50 and that it is going to have some pain in it you can start getting to a place where you see that the pain is yeah. neutral. It's the thoughts, I can't handle it. I don't know what to do. Oh no, I hurt. Those are the thoughts that it's like resisting mm-hmm. and not yeah. accepting. And when sometimes when you accept pain you, and you have thoughts that, that help you accept it and be like, nothing's gone wrong. People get headaches people break bones and, and, and you're able to like, not, I feel like you can almost make the pain worse yeah. with thoughts like, Oh no, because now you're, just, you're having anxiety right? and that's yeah. Just on yeah. top of everything, which else. is what happened yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and all that anxiety didn't create me to actually take calm yeah. action. Right. It was just panic and yeah. upon panic upon panic and you can access calm action yeah. Clarity. Okay. When, and I think where you start is understanding that pain is normal. Yeah. Okay. And it serves a purpose and I'm talking emotional pain and physical pain serve a purpose. It tells you something needs to be looked mm-hmm. at. Okay. Pain is a warning. Something needs to be looked at. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, this pain, I don't usually feel. I probably need to go check it out. Yeah. Right. Um, emotional pain is the same. 
this is showing me there's something to be looked at and it's going to yeah. be a thought about something, mm-hmm. right? Because our thoughts create our feelings. So pain is a gift. It's an alert system that tells us something needs to be looked at. Something yeah. is wrong. Okay? And, and, and like let it be there and like recognize that you're equipped to feel pain. We're equipped to. We've been designed to do that. And, and once we get to that place, then you can start seeing that pain yeah. is pain. It's not enjoyable, okay? But your thoughts about it can create yeah. more pain for yourself. So it's like, because we're human, life is going to have pain in it. We are going to experience pain. But because we have agency of how we think, suffering is yeah. optional. So good. That's literally, you. so you have a quote that you posted on your Instagram a while ago about this topic. And I really wanted to just tie it all together with that quote because it's such a good quote. And you practically just said it. I'm going to read it anyway because I just love it so much. But it says, because we can't always control our circumstances, pain will always be a part of our lives. But because we can control our thinking, suffering is optional. And I just think that just ties this whole thing together so good. And that quote is so amazing, Mom. Because... We have control over our thoughts and our thinking. So, yeah, we may experience pain, but the suffering side, the anxiety side, doesn't have to be there. Thanks for listening to this episode. Like always, go follow us on Instagram. Um, Subscribe to our email if you want more snippets from the podcast. We love you guys, and we hope you have a good rest of your day.